Lord be with you. Read it from the Holy Gospel according to John. There was a Pharisee named Nicodemus, ruler of the Jews. He came to Jesus at night and said to him, Rabbi, we know that you're a teacher who has come from God. But no one can do these things that you're doing unless God is with him. Jesus answered and said to him, And many, many say to you, Lest one is born from above, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus said to him, How can a man once grown old be born again? Surely he cannot re-enter his mother's womb and be born again, can he? Jesus answered, And many, many say to you, Lest one is born of water and spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. What is born of flesh is flesh. What is born of spirit is spirit. The Gospel of the Lord. Once there was a uh, mother that came into church for Mass and she had a three-year-old child. And the mother went up to receive Holy Communion And then she knelt down to say her prayers and the three-year-old child placed his head over the uh, heart of the mother. And the uh, mother said, what are you doing? He said, I'm listening to Jesus' heartbeat within your heart. Three years old. That little child went to school. He got a degree in law. And he became a priest. And then as a priest, he wanted to be a missionary. So he went to France to Chablais, which would be, the strong, would be Switzerland. When he, when he arrived, there was about 56,000 Protestants and 56 Catholics. But when he finished working with them, there was 56,000 Catholics and 56 Protestants. He was consecrated bishop when he was 30, 30 years younger than me in his mid-thirties. Then he went on to found a congregation and he wrote one of the most famous Catholic books in the world, Introduction to the Devout Life. That's St. Francis de Sales. Where do you think he learned that indwelling of God within his heart? (laughs) That didn't happen by chance, but happened because he had good parents. And the first words that he said were, I know God loves me, I know my mother loves me. <laughs> Hopefully those will be the first words, right? We're here, huh? <laughs> After goo-goo and gaga. <laughs> so, um, in, um, after we baptize, we're going to be lighting the candle. See, there's a big candle there. Derek, I think you have to light that candle. Yeah. So uh, light that candle. One of the, it can be the godparents or the parents. You, you can choose. Hmm? So it can be the father, the mother, the godmother, or the godfather. When I studied sacramental theology 37 years ago, they said preferably the parents because they have the primary role. But you know you can do it also. Hmm? 
when you have that child bat, when you light that candle, you're probably going to be walking, cupping the candle. Why? Because you open up this door, there's usually a gust of wind. And the person carrying it might sneeze, too. That, that sometimes happens, right? <laughs> so you don't want to be blowing out the candle. Right? You want to keep that candle blowing, uh, burning bright. I heard a story of... Um, you people live in Los Angeles, so you've probably heard of Tommy Lasorda. He was the manager for the Dodgers for many, many years. Did you hear me? His name is Tommy Lasorda. Did you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to say what? Okay. So um, he was a good Catholic. And on one occasion he went, uh, he was in Cincinnati where they were playing against the Cincinnati Reds. So when he came in, to Cincinnati, there's a church nearby the stadium. So, Tano Lasorda went into the church to pray to St. Jude that the Dodgers would beat the Reds. But he noticed when he came in there, there was a, another man kneeling down. It was the Reds manager praying. He already lighted the candle. So, Tano Lasorda came in. He saw him get up with his candle burning bright. So, Tano Lasorda blew out the candle and he lighted another one. And the Dodgers won, huh? <laughs> so we don't want the candle to be blown out, do we? No. And I think one of the one of the most important obligations of parents, no, I think, I know, is to teach uh, to teach them how to pray. Now, children can say sometimes bad words when they're three years old. It happens, no? We want to make sure that they'll learn how to pray as soon as possible, you know? As soon as possible. One of the best examples is when angels kneeling down praying his rosary in front of his two little daughters, no? Right? Right? That's a beautiful, beautiful example. Instead of watching the football game guzzling down his Miller time, no? <laughs> He prefers he prefers a happy hour to holy hour, right? <laughs> Give you a happy holy hour, right? And you'll, you'll kill two birds with one stone, right? So prayer. Make sure that you insist a lot upon prayer. And um, baptizing early, but then also first communion as soon as possible. We start here at, at six years, right? Confirmation, we start at 13, so as soon as possible to receive, receive all the sacraments. So. And of course, the first Saturday month is, a, is the day dedicated to, to Mary. So at the end of the ceremony, we'll present uh, the little girl to the Blessed Mother, consecrate her to the Blessed Mother. What do you think? Good idea? Okay, yeah. So starting off by consecrating ourselves to Mary is a very good start. So fine, so we'll proceed with the baptismal rite and we'll prepare for the baptism.